All right, here I am reporting from over the road. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we are again. I recently, last month or so, haven't been on much because, well, quite honestly, that it couldn't hardly talk. So now I can talk. <laughs> I'm sure everybody that knows me was a little surprised I wasn't able to talk, but here we go. Let's see if we can get this thing back on track and catch up. Currently, I am sitting in Chicago waiting for a load to go to Denver. I've been sitting here about six hours. Luckily, I get paid by the hour when I got to sit here, so it's not too bad. But quite honestly, I'd rather be driving than sitting at the terminal. It's about 20 degrees or so. I'm standing outside because the, the room inside there echoes a little too much. It's not a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll get going soon. Not too much to report. Haven't hit too much bad weather. Seen a few accidents here and there. But overall, it hasn't been too bad. I think I'm going to go back inside. I can't take it out here. So if you hear a little difference, I wonder if this will sound much different inside. Oh, good. There's nobody in here. Downstairs break room. I was just looking out at the truck. They haven't moved it yet. So it looks like we might still be here a while. That's the thing with driving, quite honestly. You know, it's the waiting. The waiting's the worst. Constantly waiting. I've been lucky enough, though, where I'm here long enough to where I know where I'm going, what I'm going to do, you know, and what my bid's going to be. Chicago to L.A., L.A. to Chicago, then Chicago to Denver, and then back. But a lot of guys, you know, just starting off, they don't have that luxury. I've been here 16, 17 years, been driving 23 years. I do doubles, triples. I haven't done triples in a while, though. Mostly it's doubles and a big box. California just did a big box. A uh, 53-foot trailer brought it from California to Chicago. We got these new single-axle automatics. I don't like automatics at all. You can't rock them. They get stuck in the snow. They're miserable. So just learning how to drive those. It's They're easier to drive, but yet they're harder to drive. And the reason why they're harder to drive is because you can't. The things that you need, you know, like rocking the truck to get out when it's stuck in ice and snow and things like that, you can't do that anymore because it's an automatic. You can't clutch it to make it let it roll. And that's where the problem lies. 
you have less tools to do the job properly. Plus, they're a single axle, which means there's only one drive axle instead of two. So you have a lot less traction. Coming from Bloomington, normally I would want all the weight on the drives. But because it's a single axle, I can only put 20,000 pounds on the drives. And I could put 32,000 on the rear because it's a twin you know, tandem back there. So when I came back from Bloomington, the load was, uh, what was it, uh, 12,200 on the steers, steer tires, uh, 16,800 on the, uh, 16,800 on the drives, and 27,800 on the rear, which is exactly what I don't want. You know, I want all that traction right there where the drives are, and it, it just it's it's illegal and it's okay but it just doesn't feel right you know it really feels awkward to me when i have to do that so i'm not a real big fan of that so yeah what are you gonna do you know it is what it is so that's what we're doing here let's see if we can adjust the gain just a little bit see what happens all right there we go that's better I'm recording under the iPhone right now with a with a Shure SM58 uh, microphone into an iRig, and then it goes into the iPhone. Then I'm gonna Auphonic. I think that's how you say it. I'll upload it to Auphonic so it goes out. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do this from over the road. I am definitely over the road. Then hopefully I'll get home soon. Worked over Thanksgiving. This Christmas, not sure what's going to happen because I leave out Thursdays for Bloomington, which means I get here Sunday night in Chicago. So hopefully, you know, uh, it's about 18, 19 hours to Denver. So I would be getting back Tuesday. Tuesday is Christmas this year. So I'm not entirely sure we're going to be dropping Christmas. You know, the Denver, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. If we end up dropping it, that's fine. I could use the days off. If we don't drop it, then that then we get paid for Christmas Eve and Christmas. That's 12 hours for each day. That's 24 hours. So that'll be a nice bump. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be home for Christmas, but an extra 600 bucks. Well, it's like 550 or something like that. I forget what it is. What it works out to. I'll take it. Every little bit of helps these days. So overall, not too bad. Averaging about, I don't know, 62, 6,300 miles. Now, I'm currently using a new a new app called Polar Steps to track my mileage. I set it, you can set trips and it records your mileage on your trips and you can put photos and all that other stuff up there. I really don't anticipate putting too many photos in there. I'm just using it to track my mileage. But if anybody wants to track me on Polar Steps, uh, all it does is it tells you what city I'm in. It doesn't tell you exactly where I'm at. So if anybody wants to track me, uh, I'll leave the link in the show notes, and you can click on that if you want. I'll accept everybody's link. And then, of course, you can call me if anybody has any messages at, at uh, 414-666-1926. If anybody has any comments, I'd love to hear them. So it's been a pretty exciting week. Uh, dodged all the weather this week on I-40. It hit right after I went through in Oklahoma and Texas. And then it was all gone by the time I came back. So I was pretty happy about that. 
now if I just get out of here. When I went and looked just a few minutes ago, the truck was still sitting, so I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I want to go, go, go. That's what I do best, travel. But another exciting adventure. I was hoping to talk to some drivers since I was stuck here at the terminal, but there's nobody here. Nobody we're talking to anyway. A uh, couple old geezers that don't, you know. All you get is, ah, I've got road, ah. You know, they talk about, you know, I don't know. I'm sure drive about something. You can always find drivers to complain about something. I'm hoping to do more interaction with the drivers, but the with my throat being all messed up in November, I've really fallen behind. So I'm really hoping to catch up, get back into a rhythm, get back onto a normal schedule. Not that uh, anything over, you know, anything's overly exciting has happened. Uh, the only thing that happened uh, in this trip was somebody ro- rolled over a truck into Mexico, and uh, it was really bizarre. The cop, she's female. She's over in the left lane, gesturing for me to pull forward, and she was aggressively gesturing with her arms, you know, to pull forward because I had I had stopped. I guess she thought I was looking at the accident or something, which I really don't because I've seen so many accidents. I just don't really want to see any more. But what I was looking at was I was looking at the cop that was directly in front of me, like fifteen feet, talking to his buddy on the shoulder. So when I gestured with my arm to that guy, she made another gesture aggressively to pull forward, and I gestured to him again, and she looked. She refused to look, and then she, you know, kind of walked over. She's like, "Why would you pull forward?" She was kind of mad, and I said, "Because your your buddy's standing fifteen feet in the middle of the road in front of my truck, and if I pull forward, I'll run him over." And then she looked, and she's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry." <laughs> Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I thought that was kind of, you know, I think she thought I was looking at the accident or something. I don't, quite honestly, after 23 years of driving, I've seen more than my share of accidents. I really don't want to see them. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see the wreckage. I don't want to see anything about them. You know, it it, uh, it tends to wear on you after a while. Especially with that one, the, the cab was all busted in and, you know, it's just like, oh, I don't know how anybody survived that thing. I don't even want to think about it. But, you know, how could you not? It's what you see every day. You see an accident every day. Hopefully you just won't get involved. Okay, I just stepped back outside. I paused for a second. It looks like they just took my my truck away. So maybe they're hooking up the set. We can get out of here. That would be nice. I'd really like to get out of here. So anyway, it's about a hundred, or sorry, a hundred. It's about a thousand and three miles to Denver from here. And hopefully we'll have a nice night and hopefully nothing will happen that's too exciting that I can report on. Because when things are exciting, that's when things are going wrong. So if anybody has any questions, give me a call. 414-666-1926. I hope everybody's having a great holiday coming up here and... Good times. I'll talk to you later.